the thing you know how like uh never trust a skinny waiter you ever heard that mm-hmm. skinny chef no, you can skinny trust skinny chef, waiters all they do is deliver food well i unfortunately i never really interface with chefs very, very much in my life You're i would never trust a an overweight waiter because that means they're probably stealing some of the food right oh yeah don't trust them just don't morally trust the in this hypothetical situation <laughs> that, you, that you invented but i mean if you're like asking the waiter for recommendations like, oh. hey what's good on the menu a skinny one will be like yeah the the peanuts are good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pe- sorry what restaurant are you at <laughs> peanuts <laughs> it's like a baseball game <laughs> you're at a, a sorry <laughs> So you're at a baseball <laughs> game, you're sitting in your seat watching the game, and there are guys you know, in tuxedos wait, walking around. Yeah. <laughs> you get a skinny one that comes by, and he's like, yeah, get some of these peanuts. But then one of the, one of the fat guys comes by yeah. with like the big tray, and he's <laughs> handing out like uh, corn dogs or like yeah. chicken legs. He's got a deep legs. fryer strapped to his chest. Yeah. Uh, you say, what's good? And he'll go, ah, I have the deep fried donut. In which case, he's <laughs> not a waiter. All donuts are deep fried. Mm. Yeah, extra deep fried. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. That was he's a, a weird f- situation. He's not a waiter in that situation, <laughs> Scott. I don't think you've ever been to a restaurant. That's a waiter. <laughs> yeah. That's. Do you disagree? Uh, that's you a, think that no, is that's a waiter? A, that's a, he, they're waiters. A person at a the baseball game. The people at the baseball game, they're bringing around food? Yeah, they're waiters. Uh, no, but they're not taking your order and going to a kitchen and bringing back the food. They kind of do. They've got the kitchen with them, they so know that makes them what, They know the general population order, what that will be. They know, like, there's going to be in this section, some people are going to want popcorn. Yep. So I'm going to go to the back, get the popcorn, bring it out, and then take the orders, and then give it to them. It's a waiter. I don't... It's a waiter. It's, um... Okay, I don't think I agree. It's democratic. It's beautiful. If if the kids want more popcorn, then the waiter's going to bring out more popcorn, (laughs) then he brings out cotton candy. (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's a waiter. It's a limited menu, first of all. Popcorn and hot dogs (laughs) and beer. You've you've got... You can pick those, and he's already got them with him. Have anything in the tray I have. That's the guy with the hot dog launcher. He's also a waiter. The what? They don't do those. <laughs> You're thinking of t-shirt launchers. No hot dog launchers. But they have a cannon and they shoot out hot dogs into the stands. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen that? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, okay, so you've never yeah, that's been a real to thing. a restaurant. He's never been to a baseball yeah. game. No, this <laughs> is a real thing. I'm imagining up. both of these. It's a real thing. It's a hot dog launcher and it's shaped like a hot dog a that's, lot of times. That's, what? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. Smart. This isn't real. You catch it in a bun? Unless it was on an episode Why of you How It's me? Made, Why are you I don't me think right it's, it's a real thing. <laughs> denying my life experience. It's this guy. Nobody he puts comes out Tucker on the field the corner. and he, he he does the thing where he shakes both of his you know his fists. Mm. He he puts what? his hands together and he shakes it on either side of his head. Uh-huh. And people, ah, my God, yeah, really here, paint that picture. And then hot dog man. And then he it's like wrapped in tin foil. Mm. Doop, 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 put it down. Boom. Uh, flies out hunk, in the mouth that was someone catching it in their mouth yeah and then you reach into your mouth and pull out the foil <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, someone eating a fish yeah in a yeah. movie where they pull out uh, or a cat eating a fish yeah or a person <laughs> yeah well fault, yeah like a cat in a dare i say an animated cartoon that's right hmm i wish i knew more about animation yeah, yeah. me too Unfortunately, we got to keep talking about the hot dog. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm, my theory is if you went to a restaurant and there were a bunch of guys walking around with the trays of like cotton candy and popcorn and oh. hot dog cannons and you sit down at your table and there's like a tablecloth and you have a menu. Mm. You say, uh, two popcorns, one cotton candy, one hot dog over here. And the guy comes up and hands it to you or shoots it at you. 
So you'd say you he's a waiter in that. in that situation. You would say that's a restaurant and these are waiters. <clears throat> Did you find the clip art, Tucker? I found a news story from Ow. Philly Mag. This woman was injured by a flying hot dog <laughs> at the Phillies game. <laughs> was it one of these hot dog cannons? Yeah. yeah. No. It was a the- flying <laughs> hot dog. It was just flying. <laughs> someone dropped it factory. out of a, a plane bathroom. <laughs> it escaped. just fell through the sky. <laughs> yeah, someone ordered a, a hot dog on a plane, and then they went to the bathroom and flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots out the side. Um, she really got freaking... Messed up from it. Oh. Apparently the Philly fanatic does it. And it's, it's, they this is the coolest hot dog lunch I've ever seen. The Philly fanatic. How many have you seen? <laughs> the Philly fanatic has like a tank mobile. <laughs> should not give the mascots these guns. <laughs> and it's a giant. Oh my God. So it's, it's sort of mounted like a, on a vehicle. It's a, um, parade float almost with him standing on the back with a cannon like the top <laughs> of a tank that shoots hot dogs yeah, that's, that's pretty good that's and also pretty, scott cool. i just i don't want to gloss over what you said we shouldn't give the mascots guns <laughs> no <laughs> do we i hope we all agree and we How? don't have to spend too much time on that I don't, know, I don't know if I agree. <laughs> I think a giant Mickey, like a Mickey Mouse mascot, an AK-47. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Even if it's a well, uh, Mickey like a would candy be responsible. Gun. The problem is when you give it to things like the Philly fanatic, right, Mr. Mad. You give it to Mr. Mad. You give it to Goofy. You give oh, it, Goofy's a murderer. You give it to Gritty. Oh, Gritty. gritty. Gr- I don't think Gritty would kill someone. I think Gritty would just stand No, he'd so kill close. himself. <laughs> gritty would kill himself? He wouldn't intend to do anything. He doesn't have a brain. He'd be like, <laughs> la, la, la. Uh, he would swat his left arm too far to the side and wipe out. You know, kill a whole family. Kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gritty. He'd grab a kid. <laughs> I think he should be America's mascot. Gritty. I really like Gritty. I think he Instead should be on the, the flag. bald eagle. Yeah. Forget the bald eagle. Or Uncle They're Sam, going I guess. Extinct. Gritty will never go extinct. He'll live forever. I think Gritty should kill Mr. Met. I don't know mm. what Mr. Met is. Uh, Mr. Met is uh, the Mets mascot, and he has uh, has the head. His mm. head is a baseball. That, but not a tiny baseball like you're thinking. It's a really big baseball. <laughs> that would be cool. How, 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 how? It's made. It's time to find out. See the factories, look at them go. Products galore, let's start the show. Positively charged food material. A worker carefully inspects himself. Shout out to Henry Ford. Automatic electric carbon. Adjustable chocolate concoction. Flexographic glass batteries. Resistant inflatable machine. Well, yeah, robots in general, like kids don't want toy robots. I don't know what the popular kinds of toys are now, though. It, yeah, it, I think it it's is, usually movie themed toys. It's like Avengers. It's like, uh, if you go on Target and you go to the toy section, it's always just like Jurassic World mm. themed toys. Which I want. Which I also want. Yeah. I'm, I'm also in there, even though I'm not a baby and I don't. Gen- Why are you wearing that diaper, Tucker? For the fans at home, Tucker just put on a diaper. Well, he just changed and yeah. put on a fresh one. In to case, be specific. In, in case I, uh, Mary McCheese yourself. So <laughs> in case a hot girl comes in and mm. I have to shit and I don't, you don't want to leave, leave the, her. The yeah, because right. maybe you'll. I got a few of those coming in in a, in a sec. You got some hot girls yeah. coming in. 
Hotgirls.com. That's a cool website. Mm. Is that a website? Let's check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, For those playing at home, Scott is currently Googling or just going straight to the URL of hotgirls.com. Go to my bookmark. Before you... Yeah, good. Is it... Just a quick question. Is it HTTP or HTTPS? I just did www. Oh, you and don't even have to put www anymore. It's it's just good to I I agree. You with still that. do? Call me old fashioned. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. No, oh usually. my gosh, you two are so just embarrassing. Safer. I do it one finger at a time on, <laughs> on the keyboard. Absolutely, my Well, you type but W, and then you look around for it again, <laughs> and you type W again, and you go where's the W? Just there. the way I was raised. Good. Um, any you know, guesses as to what hotgirls.com is? I, I think, think you might, might have a good idea. Does it lead to a, see a Disney meme site? Um, mm. No, it's <laughs> very close, but it's oh, just... Oh, uh, Oh, it's... Well, it, it's they're scantily expect. clad. You don't <laughs> see any nudity on there, do you? I don't think there's nudity. No, it's just, it's just it's close-ups of uh, breasts, women's uh, breasts, I assume, um, in bras. Maybe it's a bra-selling website. Yeah, it's probably selling bras. She looked good. Stop looking at them. <laughs> None of those girls get hidden by hot dogs. Well, see, and maybe. now I'm glad I wore my diaper. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Um, if I was, who was it? Gritty? No, the the Grimace. Philly freak, the Philly fanatic. <laughs> what? This girl's name is Gween. <laughs> <laughs> Spell it. G R E E N. Oh, G W E E N. Gween. It's Gween. That's Gween. Is she, is she wearing that's green? That's Pino Gween. Yeah, she's wearing green. <laughs> oh, you think that's it's green, but with yeah. a speech impediment? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. She's doing a cute baby voice while she <laughs> describes colors. Red, yellow, green. I like it. That's cool. Stop scrolling through Can pictures. I, I'm looking <laughs> for funny take, names. Let me have a no, turn take again. the <laughs> back, you weirdo. I'm I'll, looking for funny names. I don't want to watch names. that. Can I pee? Victoria, yeah, you Angel. Can go pee. Yeah, go ahead. Give me a. Give me some time. <laughs> oh, crazy. You ever been to hotmoms.com? No, how is it? They look good? <laughs> See for yourself. Now, what the hell? Can they take it down? Yeah, they took it down. There's a website called Hot, you know, Mom. Mom beds. Oh, I have a mom. Nice. Well, IKEA did a promotion. They put up a website called For Hot April Moms. Fools. Yeah, hotmoms.com. Yeah. And a friend was showing it to me. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, what's it called? Hotmoms.com? He's like, yep. <laughs> and I went to go show it to someone else <laughs> later. Like, yeah, check it out. IKEA did this really hysterical thing it's called hotmoms.com. <laughs> and you and I good. typed in hotmoms.com. <laughs> and it was God damn if those moms weren't hot. <laughs> <laughs> you got to something better. Yeah. <laughs> I cracked like, the code. <laughs> Ikea did this. Lee. Uh, okay, so um, we kind of opened the podcast. Yeah. Let's start the podcast. Hey, it's everybody. Been an hour so far. Cool. Hey, so- everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay. Uh, how's it going, guys? It's How It's Made podcast. Unlocking the mysteries of manufacturing from basketballs to throttle bodies, we tackle the techno babble while answering the question of how it's made. My name is Scott. 
No, no, do it again. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tucker. Jesus Christ. My name is Scott. And in the studio tonight, we have my good friend, Lee. Yep. Hello. Scott's friend Lee is over. Yeah. And, uh... Thank you for that delineation. <laughs> Tucker and I aren't close. Um... And um, we, are, uh, we have a good episode. Yeah, preemptive there. We had, yeah. um, we had winter jackets. This is season two, episode four. Winter jackets, animation, mushrooms, and gold rings. Mm-hmm. And all in all, it was fine. Um, but just as a little teaser for the fans, next episode is going to be insane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> next episode. Be... This episode's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But next episode. Um, yeah. Stay with me for fine. Let me put up. Uh, but uh, you want six out of oh, ten. This is the episode to listen to. I think we've been talking about season two, episode five since early season one yeah we were looking forward to it what happens in the next episode okay yeah it's really good it's hydroponic lettuce construction wood of course recycling Mm -hmm. and fishing flies just bangers wow that is how i didn't know it could get better from lettuce but hydroponic lettuce you guys have really sold it tune in tomorrow yeah oh man it's gonna be i cannot wait (laughs) yeah but uh and that'll be anna good right yeah she, and she's a great guest. <laughs> she's really good, yeah. Alrighty, always a pleasure to be here, guys. Man. Tucker really making it clear that I am Scott's good friend and not his. Really well, Anna's my that. friend. She's not Scott's friend. Good. No. I need you to know that I don't like Anna immediately. <laughs> That's fine. Well, you're going to be missing out on a really good episode if you don't yeah. listen to it. But Honestly, I'm, I you might probably will actually to jump it. out after this. Uh, uh, this might be the last episode I listen to. Wow. How can I get better from Mushrooms? It could get a lot better. Um, <laughs> it's going to get really good tomorrow. Excuse me? Um, but yeah, I guess let's log through this. Uh. Oh, yeah. let's. <laughs> <laughs> what a treat to be so, here. Thank winter you jackets, animation, so mushrooms, gold mm. rings. I just re- uh, Really quickly, uh, have you ever seen How It's Made before? I've never seen an episode. However, I have listened to the podcast. <laughs> so I know how this goes. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you've got, got kind of an advanced... Uh, entrance oh yeah into how it's made you're being guided yeah. by two experts yeah um, and their friends <laughs> mm-hmm. okay it's <laughs> an interesting way to advertise so, it um so we'll start with uh winter jackets which was a, a fine segment fine the uh the introduction was oh all the <laughs> all the introductions in this episode were garbage <laughs> they so were pretty we'll, funny we'll i like start. them though as anyone's as anyone who shivered through a cold winter's nose <laughs> You've got your run-of-the-mill winter jackets and then those really warm winter jackets that can run up to $1,000. The difference is what they're made of and how they're made. Oh, this is, this is different from what we saw in the, in the episode. I believe he said you have <laughs> jackets that ordinary people wear and jackets no, that that's, rich people wear. No, no, that's, no. that's the gold rings. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, he... Uh, Scott... The, the similar themes. It, it, is. it is. Where a he makes thing. fun of poor people. That's the narrator's yeah. job. It's not making fun of poor people. It's just like keeping them aware. Like you are not. You're, you're run of the mill. <laughs> He's making whatever viewer really conscious of the fact there's different classes of people. The narrator's yeah. a classist. Yeah. Right. Um, which I respect. He's confident about it. He, I mean, he's making buco bucks off of this awesome show. Yeah, I like to see his winter jacket. Mm-hmm. I bet he's got one that runs Probably up to a thousand dollars. None oh, of those run-of-the-mill winter jackets. Wow, a thousand dollars. Thousand-dollar jacket. Do you own a suit? 
Uh, yep. How much was your suit? It was uh, $30. That is a $25 <laughs> jacket. That's impressive. That's a good, that's a good deal. It for was a, a really good bargain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. That's amazing. $30. I got it at... Uh, Some sort of dumpster of sorts. <laughs> sort of pay-to-play Where he left a $30 dive. tip for whoever was there. Thank you so much, Yeah, sir. that's what happened. Is Give it to I a went raccoon. dumpster diving. And <laughs> I, a raccoon said, well, we got one for $30. <laughs> and this one was kind of torn up. That's 15 <laughs> And I buy two of the $15. Two of the $15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A person I know just spent $4,000 on a suit. Four thousand dollars on a suit. That's two thousand dollar pants, two thousand dollar jacket. This Jesus. guy, this host, has no idea. You can buy four about. winter jackets with that. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! Wow, well, imagine. Well, because the, the thing about these winter jackets that they were making is that it wasn't just one winter jacket; it was two winter jackets sewn together. That's true. And that's what made them top of the line. <laughs> so I can only imagine this what, four thousand dollar winter jacket probably has like that's actually eight nine, or nine jackets <laughs> sewn together. He can't physically put it on, but it looks nice. Yeah, it keeps keeps itself warm. Yeah, it, it actually spontaneously combusts, which is concerning because he had it for one day. You know, the the most expensive suit I can think of is the tuxedo from the Jackie Chan movie, The Tuxedo. You know this movie? No. No, I've never heard of the movie. About this, I don't think so. Jackie Chan, he somehow gets a spy tech tuxedo. Oh, yeah. I don't remember how. It's like an Iron Man suit? No, it looks like a normal tuxedo, but it's all tricked out and it's like programmed and it can make you do karate. So it's like the whole movie is like, as you can imagine, it's Jackie Chan like mm. doing crazy stuff, but with a good facial expression of like, huh, who did that? What? What's wow. going on? He is good at facial expressions. He's very he good. He's really good at facial expressions. He's really good. And karate, right? He's I a can't say karate he's known for master. Karate. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's obsessed. We, we could say it. Jackie's obsessed with karate. He loves it. Someone had to bring it up. It must be hard for him to do karate and then act surprised and act. Yeah, because it's yeah. always, it's run of the mill for him. Yeah. It's more surprising for him to be like, I'm not doing karate right now. <laughs> yeah. He walks around for 20% of the day shocked. The other 80%, he is doing karate. So you think they did the green screen thing where they take his facial expressions <laughs> from when he's like doing the dishes, put that on to him doing karate? <laughs> I think he includes, if I know Jackie, he probably includes karate in his dish doing that's how they get dry so quickly yeah <laughs> cuts it in i don't know jackie and i would never trust him to do my dishes I'm sure that's a break a lot mean. of me would want him karate chopping you. my plates it's like asking will you uh, like trust charlie chaplin to do your laundry no we'll leave him out of it no <laughs> oh, but it'd be a not. funny experience yeah. hey would. how'd you get trapped in there yeah he couldn't even tell us if there's a problem <laughs> and he's yeah like, he wouldn't be able to describe how he messed it up yeah like but he, could he tell us how it's made? So yeah, let's How's go into the first. Yeah, uh, <laughs> See, jackets, jackets, they're sewn. Yeah, they're sewn together. There's like insulation. Well, Lee, do you want to walk us through? Here's how it works? A, I just want to point out an observation. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. In this how it's made segment, they don't go to a massive factory. They go to like a reasonably sized warehouse where one guy or or like they show someone else later, but it's one guy with like a piece of paper and fabric and lays it out and marks it out and cuts it himself with these really cool scissors and this shiny Mm. Michael Jackson glove to make sure it doesn't cut his little fingies. But that's not how it's made on a grand scale. I think like for nice jackets, this is probably how it's still made. You think? For like Canada goose jackets. For what? uh, uh, Why do they make jackets for geese? 
Uh, uh, but no, uh, Canada Goose. You know Canada Goose? No, I really it's don't a, know. It's like a, a the top of like not like custom. It's like um, it's like fancy rich kid jackets. Yeah, like Yeezys for jacket jackets. fans. Right. Yeah. In um, in Australia, you might know it as a New Zealand. Excuse platypus. me. Excuse <laughs> me. How dare you? New Zealand platypus. <laughs> But uh, I think probably, I mean, I think a lot of stuff is uh, made like this. You think? Meaning jackets. Well, the, it was a guy sewing a bunch of stuff and you can't you know, really cutting make a lot of fabric. Uh, textile, like you can't really have like people sew stuff, like have robots do it. I think you can. I definitely think it's, you could. No, it's a what huge, it's a, no, about? I'm not kidding. It's like mm. a huge problem with uh, automation. That's why there's sweatshops. Because robots aren't very good at holding fabrics together because they like flex and stuff. In 2021. They fold. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some, like some stuff is able to do it, but like precision sewing, things like that. Maybe I should have just accepted the how it's made thing instead of being so confrontational at the top of the episode. I'm about to go off. (laughs) No, no. It's always good. You have to watch these episodes with a critical eye. (laughs) <laughs> I've got one critical eye. Yeah. Good. Is this the right way to do it? <laughs> Are they lying to me here? Uh, Are they hiding something? How it's made is a conspiracy TV show where they keep secrets. It definitely is. Yeah. We found on on the last episode the American version censored the condom section. Yeah, that was bullshit. The what section? They condoms. did a segment on condoms and the, the show is Canadian and the Canadian team did a, sec- a segment <laughs> a news report on condoms. Mm. Um, and then investigative report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on how condoms are made, as they do, and then uh, they, in America they censored it. You could say they protected the American audience. Yeah, in a way. Mm, good. Yeah, they, uh, they they freaking. It was a, a sort. They of didn't let me bust. Contraceptive. It was a move by on mm, their part. I got blue balls now because I got jazzed up to. You got jizz what? Jazzed up. Uh, I got excited. Mm. I okay. got aroused. Glad you're wearing that diaper. Thinking about. <laughs> yeah, I should have just put on a condom instead of wearing this diaper. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> um, anyway, the yeah, it was a bad segment. It was just a bunch of people sewing a bunch of stuff together, and you can really tell what was going on. They said, this layer is made out of this. And you say, okay. And then they sew that to some other layer made of something else. Uh, the one cool part was the guy had th- this glove, as Lee mentioned. It was chain mail. It was a... Um, it was chain mail. It looked, I didn't realize it was chain mail. I, to me, in my bad eyesight, it looked very like sparkly and like sequin. I think it was chain mail. Okay. But uh, it could have been that also. In my good eyesight, I could have, I could have seen too much. Right. Yeah. Where, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just a, a thin sequin glove that he liked wearing. It had no purpose yeah. in the show whatsoever. But it, it, it's, um, I guarantee it's not the kind of glove you're thinking of, kids. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's just, it's your first two fingers, your index, your middle finger, and your thumb are covered by the glove. Yeah. The other two, the pinky and the ring. They're free. Cut them off. Yeah. We don't need them. They're, they're, you've they're, seen fingerless gloves where the tips of the fingers are cut off. I don't, yeah, you've, ne- you've. You ain't never seen a glove like this. Don't even try and Google it. You won't find it. Probably custom. Yeah. What if he made it himself? Maybe it, maybe it wasn't even for the job if it was like that thing in of Mice and Men where the guy uh, keeps his hand in a glove with a, with a, like lotion in it so that 
<laughs> what? Do you remember never, this part? I never read the book. <laughs> this part is awesome. Yeah. So in mice of, of mice and men, I'm familiar. The 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 ranch owner's son, who's like a douchebag, mm. and like uh, yeah, it's like kind of the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. Well, I mean, it's going to be his farm. He should be able to be as mean as he wants. I think you misunderstood the book. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, How wears many mice a, are in this book. I've never read it. He wears a. How many men? <laughs> it's rain. It's tons of men. It's it's chuck full of the damn things. And the mice. I don't. Uh, there's bunnies. I don't remember there being any mice. Actually. Okay. Well, that's misleading. False advertising. Anyway. Hmm. He wears a glove. Oh boy. That he. Yeah, yeah, he puts lotion in the glove. Yeah, and and, it's and then he gets the hose again. We've all seen it. <laughs> it's for his his woman, because she's really hot. She's like really beautiful. And I, you know why she's hot? She's, <laughs> she's wearing one of those thousand like, dollar winter this jackets. Is, this That's is, why she's so hot. It, this is a this is a renowned book for how good it is, mm. and it's it's a little detail. Do you think the owner and I of thought, this sweatshop has seen of mice and <laughs> Do you think that's why he wears the glove? You did see a woman later on. Four out of ten. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is going to haunt me the rest of my life. I don't understand. <laughs> the guy has a hot wife. He works on a farm. He puts. He has a glove and he puts lotion in the glove. Uh-huh. I, can I that's take the story? A I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, no, it doesn't really explain it either. Why does he put the lotion in the my glove? My guess is like... Mm. He fingers her and he wants With lotion inside of the glove? No, no, it's to keep his hands soft. He doesn't soft. wear the glove while he does the deed. No, it's it's for keeping his hands soft. And oh, for while he... So he's got a big, like, calloused farm hand and then a delicate... Yeah. Uh, uh, he's like Hellboy. Mm. Fingering hand. Where one hand is a big hand. He's like Nemo. If Nemo wanted to finger someone, he couldn't <laughs> do it with one of his hands. All right, I understand. Now. Let's consider it. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing a glove. Yeah. What work are you doing where you're concerned yeah. <laughs> that you're getting a calloused hand? Uh, a lot know. of yard work? Oh, when I'm on the farm, yeah. Mm, tough, tough day. You've never done anything in your life. <laughs> you're worthless. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to get a tattoo of me on either shoulder, and then he's going to be worth a lot. No, that, that was a thing when I was studying a certain type of drum uh, that you play with your hands. I was like drum drum. Um, I was hanging out with these drummers and they were all made fun of my hands because they were no calluses. Were they bongos? No, they're not bongos. Were they congas? They were not congas. I think you're lying then because those are the the only two hand drums. No, there's a third one. Was it just a drum set that you ran up to (laughs) and started bashing with your hands? Yeah, I do. There's an art to it. I go to Guitar Center and I do that. Yeah, people don't like that. Uh, no, it's called the Bata drum. I just want to thank our sponsor for this episode, Guitar Center, um, and thank you for not kicking our us sponsor. Out. <laughs> did you? Secure? Did you bring in your own sponsors? <laughs> oh yeah. Did you guys not want me to do that? No, that's cool. It's Guitar Center. I like that. But you just admitted to ruining their merchandise, so thanks a lot, Tucker. I don't ruin it. I play it. Mm. Checking your email there. I'm closing out tabs so our battery lasts longer. Yeah. Want to grab a thing? No, Charger. it should be fine. All right. Well, any last uh, nah. words on winter jackets? Fuck jackets. I, I actually... Fuck jackets. I found it quite interesting. I liked it. I like that they make this whole thing that just looks like the inside of a couch cushion and then sew it up, 
and then shove it inside another jacket. And they very arrogantly said, did you notice the outside skin or whatever it is, um, the red windbreaker, part, the, the windbreaker part, they said, we only sew it up where we need to. Did you notice that the voiceover was like, they only sew it up where they need to. Come on, guys. You think they're going to sew it up all over the place? Are you crazy? (laughs) Not these guys. All of our jaws hit the floor. (laughs) Yeah, I was shocked. I was glad I'm sitting down. Yeah. He's glad he's wearing a diaper. I got those, you know, it's embarrassing. I have a $900 winter jacket and it's sewn up all over the damn place. Stitches everywhere. Yeah. They also bragged as well about the zipper. This yeah, zip is going to last like 500 years and it's worth a million dollars. Those jerks. That's too long. Too, I don't want a not, zipper that long. Yeah, you're not going to use a zipper 500 years from now. How many, new technology. How many clothes have you worn where you're like, nah, the zipper's, at, zipper's a bit worn I'm out. Breaking zip, I've broken zippers. You've before. never broken a zipper. You're I could go get a jacket upstairs right now where I broke the zipper. How oh, did you yeah. break it? Were you ripping it off? Like, how no, do you break it? Da- I mean, from, the, from, the, from wa- daily use wear and tear. Well, that's your ordinary winner jacket, but not your thousand dollar winner jacket. That's true. I mean, so yes, this wasn't a thousand dollar thing. Yeah, you've got to get one of those million dollar zippers. I'm sorry about your jacket loss. Just so you know, Tucker's getting a bit teary over here for those playing at home. Thinking about all the zippers gone by. Well, forgive me for being insensitive about your nah, zipper it's cool. issue. No, it's cool. I'm sorry, Tucker. <laughs> let's go off, Mike. Tucker, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't you fucking talk about my jacket ever again. <laughs> okay, we're back on mic, so let's not swear. All right, should we move on to the uh, techno flask for the episode? The yeah, what? might as well. What's a techno flask? I'm glad you asked even after watching the episode because I still don't really understand <laughs> what no, it is. I don't what? know what it is either. All of it, so this is season two. All of a sudden in season two, after the first segment, uh, they, they added a new segment that they call techno flask. And from what I read, they get rid of it after season two. They only do it once. But they this go, here's the techno flash. And then they explain something that doesn't make any sense. And there's no, you know, sort of... Uh, oh, there was a weird moment yeah. in this. What? I, I, the instinct is to black it out and never, you know, erase it from your memory. I've done that. Yeah. So um, you're but, tearing open an emotional wound <laughs> right now, Scott. No, we got to bring it back up. There, there's no, like, unifying theme that I can parse together for the techno flashes i think it's just cool what they think cool is stuff. cool technology mm. well what canada thinks well, is cool i'll let you guys guess do you remember anything about the techno flash for this one it was about sunlight going into soil mm. and it made made, what? made stuff work well, I, this is the first i've heard of this and i just watched the episode yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll just read the whole thing because it didn't make I, I don't remember any of it what is biophotonics well, bio is short, short for biology. Photonics is the physics of light. Biophotonics uses sophisticated imaging and other sensitive optical instruments to conduct biomedical research. Biophotonics has a range of uses from medical diagnosis to drug screening. Huh. Okay. So, yeah. I zoned out just then, sort of like I did in biology class. You want me to read it again? Just, no. Could you do <laughs> what it is biophotonics? <laughs> do it in a fun voice. What is biophotonics? <laughs> That's your same voice. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that was good. Okay, go. Well, bio is short for biology. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. It's cool. And photonics is the physics of light. Cool voice, Scott. <laughs> Thanks. I've been working on that one. That's anyway, actually a neat transition. Probably one of the worst uh, techno flashes I've seen. Yeah. Biophotonics. Yeah, let's move on. 
really know last words about biophotonics? Fuck that. No. I think we're all bio. I'm cruising. I'm cruising. All right. Uh, well, the next one was animation. It was a pretty good segment, I thought. Woo. Um, and the intro is, in the golden years of animated film, uh, teams of animators would draw every single illustration by hand. Today, they do much of their work by computer. But that doesn't mean it's any less artistic. Which I disagree with. Mm. Mm. If you're using a computer, you're not an artist. What? <laughs> what are you talking you're a, about? A programmer or a coder or a hacker. I, I, but an artistic uh, coder. I, Scott, I you couldn't be artistic. Agree with, I couldn't agree more with you. You are not an artist. Oh my god! An this artist is so angry has a notebook. Shut up. Where they have colored pencils. Use paints and paints, and they paint in their notebook. <laughs> <laughs> they don't let it dry. They fold it over. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, it ends up in a museum. <laughs> and, all the pages are stuck together. Can't do anything about it. Throw it That's away. an artist. <laughs> I read, but these freaks who's making Simpson porn. They're IT professionals. <laughs> but but uh, Lee, you do you do voiceover for animations. Yeah, right? so you've That's seen correct. behind the scenes on how animation is made. I've seen behind the scenes. I actually went to the Rick and Morty offices where they make Rick and Morty. And Ooh. I got to tell you, there's a lot of those computer losers there. Really? Not real artists at are, all. Are those the fans or are those the people who make the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the show? I it's think so they're epic. Both, Where's the Szechuan sauce? Yeah. Um, they, it's just, it's divvied up very neatly into groups of background art, which is something I just want to point out that this, how it's made episode from what, what year was it? 2001 or something? 2002. Things have, oh, forgive me. Uh, things have post 9-11 changed. Oh, okay. I could actually tell there was a vibe there of uh, Memorial. Um, well, it was Canada, so they don't really care. They don't care. Fucking assholes. Actually, they were. They our enjoyed country, 9-11. Okay. Our country did a sacrifice oh, that like, it needed to do what? by going to war Stop in Iraq. It. Stop it. <laughs> Didn't Canada join us? They didn't join us fast enough. <laughs> they should have already been there. They should have had our backs. <laughs> okay, so we had to go there alone, um, oh. bombing indiscriminately. No, <laughs> Until we figured out that we shouldn't have been there <laughs> at all. And then went whoopsie. They, they, they should have helped us out. get out. Figure out that it was a mistake. <laughs> we were pissed. Oh. If they were good friends, you know when your friends when I, my friends do this for me, I get pissed at the bar oh. and. <laughs> yeah, I've seen firsthand. Like if someone, someone touches me, and I think it was someone else. What? I start beating the living shit out of someone, <laughs> and my boys, I would be like, "No, no, no, dude, it wasn't them." And they pull me off right after letting me kind of, "You son of a fucking fuck," mm. and I'm huh. cracking. Uh, That's crazy, man. How much does that happen? <laughs> um, that happens all the time. What I'm I'm saying that in that situation, <laughs> mm. I'm You're America. America. Yeah. The shoving me or the touching of me at the beginning is 9/11. Oh. Mm-hmm. The person that I accidentally get is Iraq. Mm. The person I should have been getting is Was 9/11? I guess George Bush. I think you're George Bush in this equation. No, no, no. No, I'm a, I'm America. I'm the military. George Bush is the one who did 9/11. Am I allowed to touching. vote to cut segments of the podcast? <laughs> um, I'll submit a request after. I'm doing a, a poem. This is a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, ah, he wrote this out earlier. It's artistic. I begged him not can, to do it. He's actually reading <laughs> right now. He's reading from a scroll that he has uh, done beautiful calligraphy on. Yeah, but the content 
not his best. <laughs> you spent a lot of time on this honestly astounding visual piece of work. Well, I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> kind of went to it. Yeah. You get angry, and yeah. then 15 minutes later, you come out of the, the trance. Yes. <laughs> was it 9 11? Oh, and so, <laughs> Did yes. I do my and, poem yet? And that is. <laughs> okay, so we could also do a metaphor that. Uh. See, the poem, me doing this poem that I got too enraged in, I got so enraged that I started doing a poem, is like America getting so enraged that it did Iraq. See, I'm doing another metaphor on the metaphor. Do you catch this? Do you understand what I'm saying? I think I got the gist. It's really flying over my head. Could you actually double down and explain it further? Do you one more poem. <laughs> Go uh, deeper into more. the black hole. Well, it was, uh, sorry. Uh, what? Any more poems? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Lee, w- go back to when you were at the Rick and Morty factory. When oh, it doesn't it. matter. We're talking about 9 <laughs> <The> Rick and Morty <laughs> factory. <laughs> oh, boy. When you saw how it was made. Anyway. I wish someone would do a metaphorical, uh, you know, shove at the bar at to the Rick and Morty factory, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what? <laughs> and inspire them to go to war. <laughs> no, I'm... Uh, what did mm. the shoving at the bar represent in the in the, which poem? <laughs> <laughs> the first poem. This podcast is going to be used as evidence in a court case. For what? Okay, so <laughs> the thing in the 2002 post atrocity uh, video describing animation said one guy draws the character, then one guy paints the character, then the same guy does the background, then the same mm. guy does the props, then that one guy. And I got to tell you, it's at least two nowadays. At least. There were two guys at Rick and Morty? There were like a hundred. Um, there's a bunch of people doing background works, like painting all the backgrounds, people like designing the background extras, mm. separate people doing props, separate people painting the lead. Uh, guys, but I will upset you all and say it was on computers. I'm so sorry. Just giant tablets. Ugh, I'm so- Wait, actually, if we're talking about a one-man thing, my uh, friend Michael Cusack, who does like a bunch of delightful animations. You stuff. know John Cusack? I know John Cusack's son, Michael Cusack. Um, Wait, is that actually? No. Um, he's just a guy I went to high school <laughs> with. Fuck! Who's an incredible animator. He has a show called YOLO on Adult Swim and mm. soon Koala Man, which I'm f- I'm not cast in. I'm going to cut Michael Cusack out of my life. You yeah, how did they first. look over you for that? Um, idiots. You are Koala Man. I am Koala Man. <laughs> I had to audition for it. Can you believe? Yeah. I was pissed. Um, but <laughs> he does everything himself on one giant tablet. He animates pretty much the whole thing himself. So I guess, I guess actually much like the first how it's made segment, I retract my initial anger immediately. See, now do you have a little more sympathy for the United States? Uh, very little. For but the Iraq war. No, I did. Before this, we all make I mistakes. Care. And now we all make mistakes. Full of remorse. Um, animation is uh, incredible. Do you guys ever watch the feature, like the making of like monsters Inc and stuff like that? It's amazing. I watched Monsters Inc. Do you ever watch, watch the uh, the making of? Is there like a documentary? I feel like I saw There's the like end a bunch product. Of of. You don't you don't want to see how it's done, or should I say how it's made? It's probably going to be in the show. You think Monsters like season Inc. season twenty six of how it's made? It's Monsters. Yeah, we're doing you know, nails, kitchen tables, <laughs> Monsters Inc. The, yeah, the two thousand one Oscar winning Monsters Inc. Yeah. Um, I've seen the the South Park How It's Made, and I've seen the Emperor's New Groove How It's Made. Oh, the Sweatbox documentary. Is that the Emperor's New Groove one? Yeah, but it's talking yes, about exactly. yes, Empire yes. of the Sun. Yeah, pretty sick. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. That's been banned by Disney, 
Really? Uh, yeah, that's not shown anywhere. That's not on Disney Plus. Like, it's still illegal to upload that anywhere. It gets taken off YouTube within it 10 minutes. It is coming back to me because I, I only watched it because I was in college. Yep. I wrote a paper about Emperor's New Groove, and I watched it for research, and I remember it was extremely hard to pirate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, I have a copy what of is it, it if you want it. Um, it's called The Sweatbox. It, it, it goes through the whole transition of how Emperor's New Groove began as a completely different film with a completely different director and a completely different score called Empire of the Sun um, because they wanted to go off like The Lion King was their big African movie that they were excited for and they wanted to do um, a, an Aztec film they, they yeah. said so they had this grand plan and instead of Elton John they hired Sting the natural next step <laughs> and uh, they pitched it to the the heads of Disney and Disney was like, oh, actually after a while we've realized this sucks and we hate it. So, and another team came in and they're like, we've got a better idea. What if we take this one side character, um, Kronk, and make him hilarious and then uh, we take like the Emperor and instead we recast David Spade and let him do whatever. Let's go for it. And Disney was like, you know what? That's funny. Go for it. I like Emperor's New Group. It's, it's, it's a amazing. Great they it had to up. make that in one year. Well, the whole That's process was like of. five or ten years, right? Five or ten years to get to a point where they got the thumbs up to make Emperor's New Groove. Right. Yeah. And the original thing was going to be like a, a serious, you know, heartfelt, sentimental Disney movie about... Yeah, a beautiful Alpacas film. or something. Al- just all alpacas. Yeah. About a god, I think. I think. A llama! Yeah. Uh, a llama. You turned him into a llama. <laughs> you t- hey, you turned him into... To a llama. You turned him into a freaking llama! And then... More broccoli? What else happens? He's like a... <laughs> He's like, you're fucking, I'm a fucking llama. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Holy crap. I thought David Spade was here for a second. Oh. I shut my eyes and just yeah. came to life. Crazy. You have the whole movie memorized. Um, but the- so I wake up this morning. Hey, everybody. Yes. He's yeah. doing stand-up. Okay. Like- He's got a microphone in this scene. <laughs> it's like 50 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. I missed So I wake song. up this morning. Mm. Look at me. I got a llama's dick. Oh, my. <laughs> it's like... What the? Ew! He's like, look at my fucking ass. I got mama's ass. Do you like this? This is in the movie. And you're thinking yeah. of a different movie. <laughs> this this is, was in the Empire of the Sun. This the is movie. why it got cut. <laughs> it was a big stand This is the original one. That was their version of Black Actually, <laughs> trivia yeah. for you. They pitched uh, the character of Genie to, uh, from Aladdin to Robin Williams, and he wasn't into it. And then they animated the Genie doing... Robin Williams stand up and sent it to him and he watched it and he went holy crap I'm in Whoa. yeah and then he got in a huge fight with Disney because they broke contract in advertising the genie in like 70% of their marketing when he was like it's not about me it's about the film and they were like haha yeah sure it is actually about you and they advertised the genie on everything and that's why he wasn't in the sequel because they were upset you said he, he sued them he, he, he sued he, them because they used him too much in advertising well his problem he was, was he didn't want his celebrity to be the point of Aladdin. He right. was like, the animation is important. Like, I don't want the genie to take up more than like 20% of the poster or what, or what have you. And Disney went, ha idiot. And they made like, if you remember the Aladdin poster, it's all genie in the background pretty much like with a bit of Agrabah and the tiny like Aladdin and yeah. Jasmine. Well, he is the best no part of the movie. That's why he I saw like it. 100%. I saw the poster with the giant genie and said, I gotta see that. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> um, that looks like Robin Williams. Is that a real blue. life guy? <laughs> is that real life Robin Williams? <laughs> I gotta figure out what's going on in this movie. <laughs> I look at it, I'm like, who's, who's that? Must be a story here. <laughs> who's that guy? He's weird as hell looking. <laughs> 
And then he left. And then Hank Azaria took his place, famously of The Simpsons. And then he did. Right. He did. <laughs> Did he do a Pooh's voice for He did a Pooh's voice the entire film, the which is so weird. Well, yeah. then did, I assume Hank Azaria probably would have sued them because they didn't use him enough to advertise. Actually, the genie is the most sued character in history. <laughs> um, <laughs> I took this role because I thought I was going to get like $3 billion of marketing with my character. <laughs> yeah, I want to be the poster. <laughs> suddenly it's I'm just not a as close-up as... <laughs> photo of Hank Azaria with Aladdin 2 written underneath. Now, that's the movie the kids want. The genie kind of looks like Homer. Homer Simpson. No. In what world? <laughs> nope, not He's at all. blue also and giant. Really? Oh, really wrong. I, I, I remember. I was thinking of the genie. Right. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes doesn't sense. Look like. The genie looks... I was the, I, the, instead of Homer, I was thinking of the genie. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm glad we got there. Um, anyway, let's see. Um, well, let's see. The... Um, well, anyway. they made, in the animation segment, they made a movie of their own. It was a 20-minute long computer animated <laughs> <Looked> movie. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Scariest thing about I've ever seen. About some sort of... A girl uh, some running. Some sort of phantom, <laughs> phantom girl running sort of through the streets. Yeah. Well, they say it was all computer animation stuff. They, they really glossed over hand-drawn animation immediately. They were like, yeah, they do it with their hands and then forget about it. Now it's on computer. Go to hell. Right. And... They had the initial girl was like this weird wire skeleton creature that they manipulated. Just awful. And then they sort of draw over it with a dress and a weird demon face and heartless eyes and stupid hair. But the, they missed a step in like normal animation or like the popular ones that have millions and millions of dollars is they put muscle underneath. So that's why in the final project when you saw her running, it just looked like... Nothing. It didn't. Nothing looked connected. There was no bounce in really anything she was doing. Because she didn't have muscle. She had no muscle. It was just a wire <laughs> ghost running through a terrible-looking town. Um, that's why no one's ever seen it. Because people hate wire ghosts. Um, they also, to my eyes, it looked like they just completely forgot and forgot to animate the face of the girl. Yeah, she it had started no, out she a, had no uh, face. A scary skeleton face. Mm. <laughs> In my memory, she had like glowing red eyes, and her face <laughs> was like cross hatched. Horns to coming look. out of her head. Yeah, it was terrifying. And then yeah. um, uh, they kept adding on layers, and they just never managed, never got around to putting you know a normal face on it. No. And when they did the close up at the end, it was just like a, a smooth, uh, sort of pale thing, and then there were yeah. big dimples for the eyes, and like a giant, like impression of a frown. And that was it. There was very little movement for her. Her, yeah. her wire body sort of ran for a while, but yeah. that was it. And this is for kids. Yeah. And kids are dumb. That's so you don't have to really put in effort because kids are dumb. <laughs> they don't deserve to see faces. No. I have a bit of trivia for you about Frozen. Lay it on me. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so what they do, they create like a 3D world, like an entire room. Um, they place the characters, like say on a couch sitting there and then the director gets to pick where the camera is and sort of, they, they do final animation on whatever the director like chooses to frame in this 3D world. Whoa, crazy. And there's a scene at the end. Now this is told for me from an, an ex Disney employee. So I'm relaying information Whoa. that I, I a cast about. member. Um, why don't you just tell us their name really quick? Uh, their full name and address is, uh, I can't, uh, okay. because I'll go to jail. Mm. Um, or they will. I'll be fine. Oh, my God. Their full name is... Uh, okay. Um, so, there's a scene at the end of Frozen where Anna is, like, going to freeze to death and Prince Hans is there and they're about to kiss and then he leans back and he says, like, oh, Anna, if only someone loved you and then, like, leaves her to die, which is pretty dark and walks out of the room. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. So it's like That part's fricked. It's a close-up of them and behind them is a fireplace and stuff. So, 
in the frame that the director chose, it's a two shot and they're looking at each other and then he sort of leans back and stands up and leaves. But in that shot, what the animators did, because after working on a film for four years, you're pretty exhausted and it's getting close to the release date. So you're like, I need some type of comedic moment for the love of God or I'll die. So just out of frame, Prince Hans is so close to her, you can't see his his uh, arm and you can't see her bottom half. Mm-hmm. So what the animator did was make him out of frame ferociously finger bang her. That's awesome. Uh. But you can't see it because it's out of frame, but they printed it. It's there. Like it's in that final thing that's been sent over to whatever department for finishing. Just out of frame, his hand is ferociously finger banging Anna. That's cool. So it's in the film, but like in secret. No one will ever see it, of course, because it's out of the like finished product. You can't product. get that like data. You can't like zoom back out to see what they did, but it's there. I think there. I could. Isn't that cool? You think you that could? Is, that is sick. Isn't that delightful? But Maybe I, we should. I have to say, with all the time that this animator, this disgruntled animator spent on, you know, animating and getting all the details of the finger blasting. I don't know how graphic it is. <laughs> it, it could have just been a hand yeah, moving. Yeah, but why couldn't they use that time to make the movie better? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Frozen was very good? I thought it was great, but it could have been better. It could have been better be if better. they used that time, yeah. To, what know, if it was all, the, what the if it was better. sexy Frozen and they released that section of the I, film? You see, I didn't <laughs> even Frozen think of that. and mm. you. <laughs> sexy Frozen and you. Mm. it's called it's actually the sequel it's called the sexy frozen princess and you (laughs) so there's a bit of trivia for you about animation well tonight i guess i'll be going frame by frame through frozen (laughs) (laughs) to make sure they didn't do anything else bad and then you'll tell the principal or yeah principal you'll tell the the ceo of disney (laughs) no the principal of disney principal disney Disney school (laughs) like What's the worst animated film you've ever seen? Um, Hated Chicken Run. Just want to put that no, out Oh, I there. like Chicken Run. Did you? That's a great one, yeah. Mm. I like Chicken Run a lot. Meet the Robinsons. You guys see that? Never saw it. Exactly. Uh, I've seen Meet the Robinsons. What'd Thought you it think? Thought it was fine. Mm, Thought it was okay. good. Probably the worst animated film I've ever seen. I shouldn't say that because I want to work with those people at some point. I love Chicken Run and Meet the Robinsons. Good. Yeah, they listen to the podcast. They love it. I mean, I saw the first animated movie, the the Steamboat Willie one. Mm-hmm. Don't was, say that's bad. It looks like shit. It's awesome. <laughs> it looks awful. Yeah, that movie rocks. <laughs> it doesn't. He whistles. Yeah, it's, he whistles a catchy tune. Yeah. How it's does funny. the tune go? It's um, Maple Leaf Rag, isn't it? Something like that. Saw Song of the South. That movie's insane. That's pretty good. Never seen it. Super, uh, you would have liked it, Scott. It's racist, it's super racist. Hey. You would love it. Oh my god, Scott, <laughs> it's amazing. Up for that. That's <laughs> the tattoo you should You'd get. You'd love it. You should get, yeah, the logo of Song of the South right next With to Brer Fox and Brer Bear. Mm. Oh, Splash Mountain is, is a, one of my favorite rides, I will say. Mm. They're redoing it, I think. Uh, yeah, as Princess and the Frog, which is really pretty, pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, hey, it bums me out. Okay, sorry. They're redoing it as the sexy princess and you. <laughs> what an animatronic of you. <laughs> of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's you, like, drowning in the water. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, beggars can't be choosers, so... But I'm going to go in anyway. They'll get my money. Mm. Of course they will. Hmm. Well, see. that's well, that animation. That wraps it up. Mm-hmm. 
What's next? Oh, mushrooms. This one was was very good. Have you ever dined on fungus? <laughs> well, if you eat mushrooms, you have. <laughs> no, no, yuck. <laughs> We like to think of those tasty little umbrella-shaped things as vegetables, <laughs> but technically, they're fungi. I, I go to my waiter. I'm at my baseball game. I'm at, I'm at my baseball game, and I'm sitting, and um, tray. I have um, a bib on because <laughs> I'm planning on eating. Uh, garçon. <laughs> I say, yes, mon, uh, monsieur. He goes, oui. And I say, um, give me those... <laughs> Those little umbrella-shaped things that uh, those little umbrella-shaped vegetables, yeah, please. Vegetables. <laughs> the the vegetables with the umbrella shape to them, and he goes, "Ewi," and then he brings me my mushrooms, yeah. and and life was sweet until we found out you those the truth. aren't veggies. They're fungi. Fungi, and then in the in the intro, he says, "Fungus omelet, anyone?" <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fungus omelet. Scaring me. <laughs> it was threatening vaguely. Fungus omelet, anyone? <laughs> it is something uh, in a haunted house you walk into. Like, there's one like room that's like the scary kitchen, and, and the evil chef takes the lid off of, you know, a tray, a silver platter, little cloche. And it's an omelet. Yeah. Fungus um, omelet, anyone? I wiped ah! your eyes. Yeah. What'd you say? Avert your eyes is uh, what the ghost man would say. That is what a... <laughs> a ghost would tell you to avert your eyes. Or probably the tour guide of the haunted house would say. Yeah. Kid, avert, avert your, eyes your eyes from the fungus omelet. Um... This, this, I think, is one of my... I like, think they would say, feast your... Oh, no, that's what a carnival barker would say. Well, Feast your eyes upon right. my fungus omelet. Ah. Well, the the ghost chef would say, "It's nice to meet you," <laughs> but what? he would linger a little bit longer on. It's nice to meet, meet you. you. <laughs> yeah, but he's serving or, a fungus or, omelet. <laughs> There's no. It's fungus omelet with human meat in it. Okay. Oh, yeah, brains. How about how about he? Uh, oh, but he says that first. He says it's nice to meet you, and everyone's confused. And then he goes, what? "Oh, there's human brains in the yeah. omelet." And then they're like, "But then why did you say fungus omelet?" Anyone? He's like, "Well, there's also mushrooms in it." And people are like, "But those are vegetables." You mean the umbrella-shaped vegetables <laughs> that everyone um, loves? He's like, "Yes, yes, exactly." But you said it was fungus. Yeah, and then. Mm-hmm. He goes, "May I have you for dinner?" And uh, mm-hmm. implying like you're gonna you, end up in the you're gonna be, you're gonna be in the next omelet. Yeah. And Do then, you ever see the sequel to Silence of the Lambs where he feeds someone their own brain? That's a that's awesome. Isn't that delightful? It's pretty cool. That was amazing. Yeah. Have that's, you seen it? Scott? No, I've never seen it. Oh sounds, my gosh. It he, sounds gross. He drugs this guy up, sits him at a table, and Clarice Starling's all drugged up, and, she, well, and she's like, oh, what's happening? And she sits at the table, and he's like, I've got a guest. And there's this guy sitting there, and he's wearing a, a baseball cap, and he's very pale, and Hannibal Lecter's like got a saute pan like just on a hot plate, like he's in a dorm for some reason, just at the table. And he walks over and takes the guy's hat off, and there's a like a line here that's slightly no. moist across the forehead. And then no. he like does a little twist. Pops off his scalp and then his brain's exposed. And Hannibal Lecter cuts like a sack 
that's keeping the brain safe slices off a little tiny bit at the back and he's like just gonna pop it in yeah. sautés it feeds it to his his friend and he eats his own brain is the other the guy is alive he's alive the you don't have out. you don't have a there's a fun little fact you don't have nerve endings in your brain that can feel touch but it doesn't just kill you immediately when he presses the part for, for uh you know no consciousness life i mean i don't know i, I thought mean, the rule was during brain surgery people are awake you're hmm. awake during brain surgery a lot of the time and you can just cut it out and the, the they're like poking around in your brain and yeah, you're awake i understand the concept of brain surgery yeah let me explain it a bit further so your brain's out and there are surgeons that are operating on your brain poking around there's tons of guys in there. At least mm. eight. Last time I had it done, eight. They have dental tools. So he there. was doing brain surgery on this guy. Yeah, just cut out a little bit at the back. I don't know what it was for. Theoretically, and he could have kept living his life, but he just wouldn't remember the word for like, you know, his name. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what's my name again? Oh, Tim? No, that's not right. And he eats his own brain. Oh. It looks like I'd try it, I think. It'd be nice if he cut out... If he fed you mm. the part of your brain that held the memory of you eating your brain, I guess, yeah, it that makes exist. sense. That'd, That'd be a constant loop. Everyone's got that you. bit in the back of their brain, the brain eating memory that we've all got. Well, that can be removed. Do you not remember that, Scott? Oh, no. Yeah, sorry, See? buddy. You had yours you, removed. You've you already eaten it. it. In my fungus omelet. <laughs> from the brain. ghost. From the ghost yet yeah. nice to meet you and gives yeah. you your brain brain. Anyway, it's cool and it's also medically possible. Just like the human centipede, medically possible. Good to know. Horror movies can teach us a lot about what we can do anytime. Mm. <laughs> anyway, anytime. the crazy thing about the fungus segment, I thought, or the mushroom oh, segment, yeah, that's right. was they, they start out in the mushroom farm. Oh, go and on. And of all this the farms that usually when you go to a farm, it's, it's pretty organized. A corn farm, for example, there's multiple rows of corn and there's... You know, it's single file. The corns are growing in a row. And it's a great grid. There's mo- it's, a, it's a grid. It's very organized. You know exactly where it is. Mm. Um, and it's it's sort of flat to a certain extent. The mushroom farm is just a bunch of heaps of poop. It's manure. They say, mm. <laughs> here's the mushroom farm. And there's like all these like heaps <laughs> of varying sizes. Mountainous a bunch of piles tractors of driving through it. There's mm-hmm. steam coming out of it because it's in some kind of, there's like snow. So it's in some cold area. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say... Hot horse we're, poo. We're using horse manure to grow the the fungus mm-hmm. or the the mushrooms. But Did not you just know horse that? manure. They had to mix other manures. In say, there. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's like a lasagna of poo. They just <laughs> go like horse poo, giant stacks of it, and then a tractor comes on, and you think he's like dropping. I don't know, a, a mushroom it's seeds. That's where they come from. <laughs> but this tractor like drives up half a mountain and just drops more stuff, and the narrator's like, like sheep, but also mm, chicken poo. And just layering yeah, shit after say, different shit. The next step for the, to you know really fertilize the horse manure is that they put in nitrogen. I think was something to get the nitrogen. We use chicken manure. <laughs> 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 Dump word. This is a spooky segment. Oh, and if then you walked into in, a haunted house and there was a manure room. I think this might have been the Hall- the Halloween episode. Nice I was spooked out. to meet poo. Is oh, what that was no, sorry. Say. The Halloween episode is um, three episodes from now. Why would this be the Halloween episode? It was Winter Jackets. Well, this one came out September 28th, 2002. The Halloween episode, it came out October 26th. It's uh, spooky carpets, ghost tap water, spooky carpets. mummy laser eye surgery, and zombie acoustic guitars. 
Nothing of that sounds scary to me. I'm scared of acoustic <laughs> zombie, guitars. I said zombie acoustic guitars. I hear an acoustic guitar. I know a guy named Braden is going to be sitting in the corner being like, oh, anyway, here's a song I wrote. And that is terrifying to me. Anyone who can play acoustic guitar should be shot. <laughs> I stand by that. I got a little. It's terrifying. Newsflash. A little tidbit for you. Mm. Yeah. Scott I'm an acoustic, acoustic guitar player. Yeah. I'm, Scott, a, I'm a guitarist. Start running. Anyway, uh, the mushroom thing was a shock. Yeah, so the farm is just a bunch of heaps of uh, of animal poop sort of mixed together. But you need you need to know like the the mountainous turd piles. Mm-hmm. Imagine the biggest turd pile you could think of—the one from Jurassic Park where she sticks her arm all the way up to the shoulder. It's that times a hundred. It's terrifying the amount of poo that's there. There's not even that many horses. I didn't know there were that many horses on Earth that could produce that much poo. <laughs> Where did they get on that? It was bigger than the tractor. The tractor was driving up the side yeah. of Poo Mountain. That, you, that's the amount of poop like one horse makes in a year. <laughs> that's the amount of shit that you make in a year probably. I have never done a poo. Mm. I wouldn't do that. I'm not gross. Yeah. You, you're the one with the diaper. You know all about it. <laughs> But then they compress horse poo and chicken poo in a giant machine to do what? What do they squeeze out of it? Or they compress uh, it for some reason? They put it in some machine that then poops it out. Yeah, the machine poops. This whole thing is just poo. Mushrooms are just like poo presents. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I couldn't really re- really remember what they... Uh, well, they compress it to did. help like some type of fermentation. And then they, they push it out at the end, like pushing out a giant poo log out of a robot, which is something I never thought I'd see, but I'm glad I have. And right. then they push robots it down. Robots pooping out horse poop. That'll be the day. Yeah. Robots and horse... Are you okay? Yeah. I was terrified for it. I thought you were sh- going to bring up robot poo. And no, I, no, I no, couldn't no. wait. Um, they push out... Robots pushing out horse poo, and then they put them in like giant trays on shelves and they just leave them in the dark for a while that's it right right but it turns out that there are some spores in these little trays oh that's right, right of of mushroom spores so yeah then the, the the mushrooms grow and they they grow they double in size every 24 hours that was nuts which is insane mm. that's Especially a lot if if this is you know an, an exponential thing yeah what if you just you have to pick no them maximum size? because it's kind of like the the rice uh, chessboard thing. You know that thing? Go on. Well, let me tell you the story about this peasant. Could you do it in a poem form? Um, a peasant there was. Mm. Uh, um, his name, Lina. And he <laughs> resided in the land of China. Okay. Um, to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like Dr. Seuss is here with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making this up off the dome. He, he worked in <laughs> oh, a noodle place as the resident stir, but then he visited the emperor. <laughs> okay? Yeah, not your best. I'm really on board. Um... He he did for the emperor a wonderful deed, and the emperor said, "Now, what do you need?" Uh, the emperor. Um, mm-hmm. And then what happens? Huh? <laughs> um, the deed he did was 
write funny captions. Or, no, the, <laughs> the deed he did was really nice by presenting the emperor a bowl of rice. Uh, Is that it? Sure. Okay, whatever. So what happened? Yeah, you don't know the story. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was? Oh boy. The emperor says, "I could give you a bowl of rice right now." Okay. This guy's—he's never eaten in his whole life. That's how starving he is. How old is he? Yeah, he's he's uh, seventy years old. Holy (laughs) hell! And he's never had gotten to eat. And so the emperor says, "You can have a bowl of rice." And he's drooling. He's like, "Oh my god, it'd be so good to eat." And then, or on the first day, I will give you one grain of rice for the chat chessboard on the second day i will give you two grains of rice what do you the mean for the chess does the chessboard have anything to do with it because this hasn't shown up it's yet. for the, the amount of days as the chessboard has squares hang on did they have who's got a chessboard did china invent chess the emperor does the emperor's got a chessboard mm-hmm. and he says to the guy liner <laughs> he says i'll give you one piece of rice for like how many squares on no, a chessboard? No, no, no. On the first day, he gives it one grain. Yeah. And then the second square, two grains. The third square, not three grains, four grains. Oh, he's doubling every... There you go. I see. Okay. I'm on board. Are, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you talking about... Do you mean Chinese checkers? I don't mean Chinese checkers. That's a really good question. I love Chinese checkers. This is Chinese chess. Look Google up, Chinese chess? Google Chinese chess. I'm looking at it. Look up Lina. Yeah, line of the natural. All that's coming up is did you mean to say China? (laughs) Scott, how many squares does a chessboard have? Um, no, I don't know. I'm not a nerd. It's eight by eight. You've got a computer in front of you. It's sixty. Sixty-four. That's good math. So then, how many grains of rice? Sixty-four. One per square. That's (laughs) that's a bad deal. Get take the bowl. Uh, (laughs) Might be more than sixty-four in the bowl. Anyway. Lina eventually by the last square. Mm. He's got he's got tons of rice. And then what happens? <laughs> well, and then he overeats and he dies. He goes back home. He goes back home. He's at this point. He's got two bowls of rice, and he can't believe his eyes. This is the same story as like, I'll, I'll give you a million dollars today or I'll give you one cent today and double it for 30 days. And then by the end of the 30 days, you've it's got... It's a similar story as that, million. but... I, but there's not enough chess. But the emperor is not in that story. Uh, Lina. Okay. And Lina's funny captions that he wrote to get the thing. <laughs> I didn't get to finish my rhyme for captions, but it was going to be... You cut yourself off. Did I, did, did I give my... It was going to be he wrote funny captions... So the the, <laughs> the emperor presented him with two options because <laughs> he's from New he like York. Won, won the New Yorker like caption contest. <laughs> he, won that the, week. He, he won the caption contest <laughs> for the 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 Chineser. Oh, which the is Beijing the Chinese post. version? The Beijinger. <laughs> the Beijinger. That's good. Hong Konger. No. Wuhan. The Wuhaner. Go on. Mm-mm. Name some more Chinese cities. That's uh, I think that's all I know. Shanghai or Xi'an. or no. All right. Well, anything else about mushrooms? 
I think that pretty much settles it. Yes. <laughs> You're missing the good bit. <laughs> the guy that plucked the mushroom also had to leave some roots there to let more grow. But he looked like a mushroom himself. Exactly. This painfully white man was picking these white mushrooms. He also had a white hard hat on, just in case, what, the mushrooms fell on him? Yeah, but I don't see what any or danger... Actually, is in, is it in was a mascot. Action. He was dressed as the mushroom mascot, yeah. and he had to cut them at the same well, time. Well, a, a common recurring theme in How It's Made is that the people look like the products that they're making. Oh, really? So this was yes, one, of the, one of the clearest examples. Mushrooms were was impressive, it was except good. there's too much poo in mushrooms. I had no idea. Did you guys know that? I had no idea that it grew in poo. I had no idea, and it really has no bearing on my life because I don't like mushrooms, and I don't eat them. You don't like mushrooms? No, nope, they're gross. Oh, okay. Well, so. obviously, because they're growing in literal mountains of poo. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to say I called it, but I called it. Thank you, Scott. All right, and then the last segment was gold jewelry. And the intro is, gold jewelry has been a symbol of wealth and status throughout the ages. Today, though, it isn't just for the rich. Sorry. Today, though, it isn't even just for the rich. Even ordinary people are likely to have a gold ring or necklace. Which just makes me sick. Um... Yeah, what are just, these just poor a little people less doing with necklaces? <laughs> they don't deserve those. Uh, just a little less diamond studded. And then the history is: as early as 2000 BC, Egyptian kings and queens adorned themselves in golden jewelry encrusted with precious gems. When the Spanish sailed to the New World in 1492, they discovered Mayan and Aztec masterpieces of colored stone and pure gold. Today, elaborate gold jewelry and precious gems are well beyond the reach of the average person, except for the diamond ring, still the customary symbol of engagements. And pretty rude, they just completely glossed over Mansa Musa in that history segment. Yeah. Jerks. I was just reading about Mansa Musa last night. I don't know what that is. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> it was one of the richest God guys in history. <laughs> he was the emperor of Mali back in like the 1200s or something. Okay. And he owned more gold than anyone else ever in history. Really? And his big famous thing was that he did the Hajj. He, he did his pilgrimage to Mecca from Mali. And along the way, he brought all of his gold, and he was just handed out to anyone he wanted. What? And there's all these like contemporary accounts of people being like, "Yeah, Mansa Musa came through town today. <laughs> he gave us like a bunch of precious gems and like that gold." Been such a heavy backpack for him. Yeah. That's well, a he had you know, a million camels, and then when he got to Mecca, he gave gold to everyone wow. so much that it just tanked the economy. And they went to a recession, <laughs> and they uh, gold completely devalued. Right. And then on his way back, he. Uh, they said, why did you do this to us? And he said, oh, my bad. And he took some of the gold back. I'll take it back. <laughs> took it That's back good. home. Gold is so flimsy. It melts so easily. Fuck gold. I'll say it again. <laughs> Fuck gold. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I'll have yours. All right. You can take my gold necklaces that everyone has according to how it's made. This was an impressive segment, though. I didn't know... Like there was a, they have to make a, a custom, if someone wants a custom ring, I guess this is how all of them are made regardless of custom, but they make it in a wax form, shave it down of this wax cube uh, with a compass um, is how it's pronounced, not a compass. Yeah, he kept saying the word compass. Yeah, that's, has he never heard the word? This narrator was a real jerk. Well, you take that back. Yeah. He's a saint. He's, wow, guys. He, okay, so his name is Brooks Moore and he's an angel. What? You know his name? Yes. Yeah, he does the he does the narration for the show more. that we do our podcast on. Okay, you guys know everything. Yeah. I so, take it back. Uh, yeah, he kept saying compass weird. It was annoying. But yeah, they, it was uh, infuriating. 
It was infuriating. But anyway, they used the compasses. But maybe we're wrong and they weren't compasses and maybe they were compasses. Um, But they used the compasses to uh, make a wax version of the ring that they were going to make. And they made a mold of that. And then they poured gold in it. And then they got that gold thing out, polished it up, put a diamond in it. That's a ring. (laughs) (laughs) The end. <laughs> it annoys me that you're not incorrect. That is that is what happened. Yeah. But it was impressive to I see. I told you that. Liquid gold poured into a fun little mold. It was cool. It goes to show, anytime you see a golden ring, what came before that was a, ra- a wax ring. <laughs> and maybe I should, you'll give, I will give my sweetheart a wax ring and say, this don't marry some- me. <laughs> <laughs> give that to my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I, we'll melt I make, all over your finger and be gross. Yeah, I make them get on their knee. Take that <laughs> idiot. Say, yeah. You never marry me. <laughs> Force the wax ring onto their finger. So long as you wear this wax ring, <laughs> we, we will, will never, never be, be married. <laughs> what I did find impressive was that the only thing holding those gems and uh, diamonds onto a ring were those little legs bu- aside from each one. They're just mm. clamped on. That's impressive. Yeah. You just bend one of those, Jimmy the gem out, you're out of there. I can do a thing where I, uh, similar to uh, the Robin Hood cartoon, mm. where uh, they are is a fox and they're all animals. That's right. Uh, I can kiss a ring and uh, suck the gem out. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, they, they go to the king and they, they pretend to be girls. That's... You do when you are a thief. It's funny. Right. In a cartoon. Yes. Yeah. They do it in Mulan. As too. I have it's also just done. Constantly. As I have also done. Reused. Um, in animation. And you kiss the, you, you kiss the ring and you can suck the ring out while, you can suck the gem out. Hmm. And then you smile and you have all the gems in your mouth. Would the king get mad? He doesn't see you smile. You smile at your friend who's yeah, you dressed never as smile the girl. At the king. Smart. Yeah. Never smile at the king. Cool. The ring stuff was impressive, though. Engagement rings only came out in, like, the 40s. Did you know that? Really? Because uh, some jewelry company put out this poster, this marketing campaign that was, like, uh, like get, get, an, get an engagement ring, celebrate the engagement or something like that. It might have been Harrods or something. But just... Uh, it, it's a whole marketing campaign, of course. It started from one jewelry company, and mm. now it is a staple in every sort of romantic step to propose with an Same engagement as like ring. Uh, greeting cards for valentine's day yeah stuff like that wow isn't that cool so I, though i wouldn't have to buy an engagement ring and a wedding ring you i mean you do have to you've got to conform to society well it's not fair uh life isn't fair but you know what it is um it's pretty great Life is great because advertisers control every step of what we do, apparently. Well, clearly we should invent. We have to do that. We, we invent something and say, if you're going to do this, you have to buy. You've got to buy this thing that we sell. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Some guy in a marketing campaign just sat in a big boardroom one day and went, what if we like make a pre-wedding ring and we make everyone buy it? Yeah. And they advertised it so heavily that everyone did it and then it became a tradition. Maybe like when you when you turn 45... You have to buy this funny hat. And if you do not buy the 45-year-old funny hat, um, yeah, then you can't move on in life. You're on put the outskirts down. of society. Yeah. People spit on you. It's like Black Mirror, but with one of those little uh, the hats with the spinning top. 
The little fan on top that kids wear in cartoons. Yeah. If you don't buy one of those when you're 45. We shoot you yeah, on you, site. <laughs> you either death penalty or life in jail. <laughs> Rightly so. Um, I don't know. Tucker, you want to add anything? <laughs> Do we have final thoughts? I don't have any final thoughts. What All was right. your favorite segment today, Tucker? Um, what will you carry with you the rest of your days? I liked when I was talking on the podcast and um, hmm. wasn't really fine. listening. <laughs> kind of did a bad job on this episode. Um, that's no. okay. Well, hey, it's now uh, season two, episode five. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Tune in tomorrow. Um, we'll make sure to bring it for that one. <laughs> no, definitely mushrooms is my favorite. Because of all the poo? Yeah. Was, yeah. Anything with poo, Tuck is a big fan. Yeah, this little freak over here. Little scat prince. Yeah. Tucker Carlson scat prince. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Do you have anything to plug? I have an animated series actually coming out. There we uh, go. Ah. Next year. Ah. Okay. Yeah, it's called Ark, the animated series, based on the video game Ark. I don't know what actually happens with in a the c or with a k Arc the video with a k game. or a ch yeah. it's a video game called arc set in like the future or something there are dinosaurs very exciting i think i've played this game before yeah they're making an animated series of that that's cool it's delightful elliot page is in it wow. whoa well and my name's lee joel scott lee joel scott and uh yeah thanks for coming on thanks for listening everybody Thank you so much for having me. It's been a treat. It's a, it was a pleasure. You know what I did learn while I was here? What? How this podcast is made. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Guys, correct. Look at this. It's the right thing to say. Okay. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.